Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? Tight board there. It is the BJShow.co. The Brad and John Show, that's our web address, BJShow.co. Not .com, we couldn't afford the M, BJShow.co. And this is the show with myself, Brad Hildebrand, and John Combest. That's why we, interestingly enough, call it the Brad and John Show. We could have called it the Jim and, and Mary Show, but that wouldn't work, right? Well, it might. That's absolutely right. And it's Friday <laughs> Eve, Brad. Well, interesting. There's a couple of different things going on here. Um, I believe, I don't know the exact time. I believe it's sometime tonight at 9 o'clock. It turns into winter. I will double That's right. check the that. right. The winter solstice today. Right, tonight. And so tomorrow's the first full day of winter. Now, I believe tomorrow is also the shortest day of the year, not necessarily today. I'll double check that as well, too, because it's interesting. The solstice and the and the shortest day don't necessarily happen on the same day. Some days they do, some days they don't. It all depends on crazy stuff, which I don't quite understand. Now, first off, let's go through the top three, and then I have to tell you something. We actually have a sponsor for this segment, actually for two segments of the show this morning, and I have some live copy that was given to me by this sponsor who paid for this sponsorship, literally paid money, our first paying customer, John. Can you believe that? I, uh, I can believe it. It's a steal. I can believe it. And I'm not going to read the very first word of this copy until I, I'm going to, because it names a person, and then it gives goes into the live copy. So let's go ahead and do John's top three. These are the top three show our, our programs, our programs. Items, news stories, whatever you want to call it, on johncombest.com, who every single day since 2001 has put together a website which gives you all the top news in the state of Missouri, political news, all sorts of different stuff. Here he is, John Combest, with the top three from johncombest.com. The number three story today at johncombest.com is Missouri marijuana sales have reached $1.82 billion this year. That's billion with a B. So this is a, an extreme infusion of money into the state of Missouri. I looked up the numbers, and roughly every month, it's about five to one the amount of recreational marijuana sales versus medical marijuana sales. So it looks to be about five to one throughout the year. Can I, can Obviously, I, since recreational use was approved, can I ask, the number of, of people that go in and claim that they need it for medical purposes has declined because you don't need to do that anymore. Can, can I ask you a question on that, John? Yeah, sure. What's the difference? What do you mean? What's the difference between recreational and, and medicinal? If you don't, if you don't need a, a, a card anymore, if you need, if, did they give you a different rate or is it cheaper? It, it's a, it, that's a great question, Brad. Well, the difference is the money goes to different spots. So if you choose to purchase medical marijuana, a majority of that money, first of all, every, every, every purchase, whether it's recreational or medicinal, goes to cover operating expenses. So the agency has to pay for itself for right. attorneys and administration and things like that. Um, if you're buying, and I don't know the exact percentages of this, but in general, the medical marijuana goes to support veterans and the money for recreational marijuana after expenses are paid for goes to support the costs associated with expunging marijuana records. So as you know, throughout every county of the state, it's been a huge deal 
for county offices to go through and actually expunge these records. So the recreational marijuana revenue pays for expungement. Um, and then after that, it goes for, um, gosh, let me think of exactly where that money goes for recreational. Well, is, is that, it, is that, ahead. is that expungement? Is that part of the 6% that they pay to the state? Is that where their yeah. m- that money comes yeah. out of? It go, yeah, it goes to that. And then after that, the revenue is split between public defenders. Um, so the public defender system, which according to advocates has been chronically underfunded in years, money goes to public defenders, money goes to, as part of the statute goes to drug addiction treatment. So that was part of, of the amendment as well. And then also some of the recreational money goes to veterans as well. Now, now that were well, you talking all oh, that that six percent, which is the state tax, is what they divvy up between the veterans and and the public defenders and things like that, right? Correct. That's okay, right. the three percent that the muni and then the three percent that the county gets. What does that go? Or is that does, can they do whatever I think they it want can with go that? To anything, if I understand it correctly, it can go to anything that the county wants it to go to. It could go to general revenue. It could go to, you know, building a new satellite tower, a new antenna. In St. Charles County, no, they won't. Anything, they Brad. won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so. And Brad has mentioned this on Brad's previous show, BS Show with Shelley Barr. Brad has mentioned Brad has riffed many times on. You've been riffed many times, Brad, on on marijuana and the effect of marijuana sales and what that means for for the likelihood of people actually going out and getting a job too. Well, when when we first started the marijuana sales, it's been what uh, coming up on a year in January, wasn't it? Like January yep. was the date. Okay. Yep. When Shelly and I talked about this on the air, there were already people saying at that point in time that it was going to be a billion-dollar sale first year in 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 the state of Missouri. You're saying it's right now at $1.8 billion? Well, $1.8 is – now, that's combined for medical. That's combined for medical and recreational. But to your point, Brad, it has exceeded all expectations. <laughs> well, no. Nobody, even, even, the, even the, the most uh, – Ardent advocates of legalization a year ago, I don't think expected there would be that much marijuana. Sales. John, can I ask a a, a a a weird question? Of course. So, what does that tell you about the people in Missouri? <laughs> it says something. <laughs> and Brad, this is one of my favorite topics. Maybe it deserves a segment one day. But we're we're at a point as men. I don't know anything about women. I don't know. I don't know you, Brad. I don't know about you, but I know nothing about women. What I do know is the state of men today. And for many men today, the idea of having to pick up kids in a drive through line when their wife's out of town or just tackle the basic necessities of life as a man requires some sort of marijuana strain at the end of the day. Well, you know what I mean? You know, like this is this is where we are as men. We needed to, quote, come down or we needed to, to <laughs> mellow us out. Do you, or do you know, I think it was Francis Howell that put out the memo. Do you know what you know this, this story? I, I told you about this. Yes. I was the one that told you about right. this on the BS show. Yeah, right. I sent it to you and Shelly. Francis Howell put out a memo for all the parents who are waiting to pick up their kids at this school. Don't be smoking marijuana in the car. This, you know, the smoke's coming unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. And wafting it was, yeah, out. It was unbelievable. But, that, but that's where campus. we are as men. And think about it, Brad. If that's in the Francis Howell School District, which we could stereotype as being um, a solid, good group of people. I think we would all say we're all biased about that. Think of what the situation is like in our former stomping grounds in uh, St. Louis County or uh, in St. Louis don't, City don't or even, Kansas City. Don't even go there. I have to tell I you, won't even go there. I see these comments on Facebook from time to time about people complaining that they go places they used to go and now all they smell is marijuana smoke. And yeah. I'm, and I've had that happen to me too. And I'm going like, okay, 
you know, see, I was always an anti-smoker. But once again, here's the crazy thing that I've always said about the smoking thing. You know, and this is a stupid saying that stuck with me for years. My right to swing my fist ends at the tip of your nose. So in other words, if I want to stand on the corner in downtown St. Louis at Market and and Olive and swing my fist around through the air and, you know, please come by and go, hey, what are you doing? I'm swinging my fist. I'm doing nothing wrong. But when my fist impacts your nose or your stomach or your groinal area, I've committed a a crime. So in other words, the idea being is I don't care what you do as long as it doesn't bother me, you know? Absolutely. I mean, mean, Brett, you know, the hypocrisy of, I would say, the American left is you remember when, let's not belabor this, I don't want to belabor this, but in the 1990s when everybody was on a big anti-tobacco company kick, we we heard that phrase a lot, the right, the swing the fist ends at my nose. We don't hear that as much because these folks need, quote, medicinal or <laughs> well, or adult use marijuana right we don't right. we don't hear that claim coming from the political left john i've sidetracked you let's go on the no, number that's two all right. we'll, and, we'll... so the, the number two story up today i have a, a really a link to a really cool interview uh, austin peterson a guy you may know former radio host in mid-missouri and now has a show that he broadcasts on youtube and on rumble had dr bob onder former state senator from lake st louis now living in augusta bob onder is running for lieutenant governor and Austin had, uh, you know, a, a, a good overview of Bob's race for lieutenant governor. But I thought what was really interesting is, <clears throat> excuse me, Bob made the argument against the prescription drug monitoring program, which began in Missouri this week. Missouri is the very last state in the country to implement a prescription drug monitoring program. And Andre made a really interesting argument of, about it, which frankly I hadn't heard before, which is that. In all these other states throughout the country that adopted this first, we see now folks who are legitimately addicted to opiates and to opioids, can if they can't go doctor shopping and they can't get them from their doctor and they're not going to go get treatment, they turn to fentanyl. And that's why we've seen so many fentanyl deaths throughout the country. So the idea and the promise that if we passed a prescription drug monitoring program, we would somehow tackle the, the opioid addiction problem has, has proved to be counterintuitive. And it's what Brad would call the law of unintended consequences. Exactly. That's exactly one of the examples of it. I mean, the, the, you do one thing and you, you're hoping, well, not you're hoping, you're intending for one result. But what happens is you may have unintended result B, maybe even B, C, D, E, F, and G. You know what I mean? In this case, yeah. that sounds exactly what it's like. I mean, yeah. once again. I, I thought Honor made a really good case for it. Well, yeah, God, don't get me going on that. Okay, number three. Uh, number two, the number one story. Oh, so yeah, number one. Number the three was marijuana. We're two going. was Bob Honor. Number one is that Secretary of State Jay Icecroft, who, as we know, is also running for governor, is reassuring Missourians that despite what Colorado does, and no matter what Colorado does, Missouri will have Donald Trump on its ballot. So that's the number one. And by the way, the other major candidates for governor, Bill Igel and Mike Kehoe, have issued statements agreeing with that sentiment that Donald Trump will absolutely. Now, they don't necessarily have any power in making that decision as much as Jay Ashcroft does. But Jay Ashcroft held a press conference yesterday to reassure Missourians that they can vote for Donald Trump uh, in the Republican primary. Let's pick that up uh, after I do the sponsorship. Okay. now here's what's interesting. This person contacted me and originally was going to record this in their voice. And then at the last minute said, no, you just read what I wrote. Now, the problem is, 
there's some words in here which are not the kind of words I use every day. And they're nothing dirty. They are like very scholarly words, okay? So here is, and I'm going to leave off the very first word in this sponsorship, and I'm going to start from there, and then I'm going to come back and give you the first word in the sponsorship. You ready for this? Okay. This is our very first sponsorship on the B, the Brad and jo- John Show, BJShow.co. Blankety blank, who would like everyone to wish John Combest a happy birthday. And while he has not attained the age of perfection, he is indeed getting old and likely to expire any day now. Hopefully not on the air. <laughs> What can be said about the inimitable John Combest? Many people have described him in many ways. A sesquipedalian? Do you know what that word is? Sesquipedalian? That would would that be uh, would that be my age? S e s q u i p e d a l i a n. Sesquipedalian. Okay, I'll I'll just go on. We'll go back and look that one up. Witty, dedicated, incorrigible, clever, cockstrong. Hmm. Sarcastic. That was said multiple times by, uh, by the way, honest, insufferable, ebullient, ebullient. Is that ebullient? Ebullient? Yeah. Ebullient. A tweener, showstopper, verbose, a veritable modern day H.L. Minkin even. You should definitely check out his writing at the Missouri Times, although some people may ask, why does he have so much to say? That's all in caps, by the way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but they are all words words worth, uh, well worth reading, along with his book, Online Harassment. Missourians are hashtag blessed to not only be able to follow John on X for thirst trap for thirst trap tweets, thir- no, thirst trap tweets, and get their daily Missouri polit- political news from johncombest.com. But hold on a minute, my light just went off in the studio. I have to move here. I have a light sensitive light. But now to hear his dulcet tones over the airways, congratulations on the new radio venture and happy birthday. That's remarkable. And that, get- that is quite a birthday wish. Any guesses? Uh, I would have a – is it someone who's a sponsor of the show? No. Oh, interesting. Um, Gosh, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb Name? and say it's – and say it, is it maybe my first-grade girlfriend? I don't know. I mean I, I could – that's know the only that person is. I could think that would okay. speak to me in such glowing terms. Bro. Let me let me give you the a couple hints. First name starts with a C, and it's an interesting name, and it ends with L-I-A. Uh. Camel-tomelia. <laughs> no, it's Camellia. Camellia. Oh, yes. name, the name rings a bell. Is it Camellia Peterson? Yes, that's who it Whoa. is. <laughs> I mean, who who would think it? Now, well, but... that is, that is uh, first of all, thank you, Camellia. I know Camellia listens to, like many people throughout Missouri political circles, thanks to Brad, she's able to listen to bjshow.co right. and hear the audio from and, it. And so thank coming, you, Camellia. That coming... was heartfelt. I would love to see the the polling data of the folks who who chose these these various words. But you know what? As Camellia knows, there are many things that I prefer to just not know. I'm one of those type of guys. Okay, so and I and, and you know what? You know what's great about Camellia? She knows that I would have never in a million years mentioned my birthday. I don't tweet about my birthday. I don't go around <laughs> fetching. You know, praise and compliments on my birthday. Right. So th- that's quite a thoughtful thing for her to do. Okay. So thank you. Camilla. Let's go back and dissect this sesquipedalian. What is that? Did- that's it, that's uh, like someone who likes to talk a lot. Interesting. Did Did you yeah, know that like word that, already? I mean, that, that's me, right? Did you know that word already? Did you look uh, it up? I've yeah, I've heard it before. 
Okay. I, I thought I thought it was either I, I thought she was like describing my age, but that's Aryan. Okay, yes. Yeah, wait, no, no, not A R Y A N. I mean like like octogenarian. Right, or right, 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 you know? right. It's sesquipedalian, S-E-S-Q-U-I. We're going to go to the old Miriam Webster. I'm going to pull that up real quick. S-E-S-Q-U-I-P-E-D-A-L-I-A-N. Okay, now, I'm not the best reader of copy. Believe it or not, I've done this for years, but I'm still not the best. But what's crazy about it is when I write stuff that I do myself, I have no problem. But I'm not used to sometimes reading other people's writing style. And obviously, Camellia is a very good, uh, you know, wordsmith because this has got a lot of very interesting words in it. And when you get done with that one, did you did you find it yet? Yeah, it's uh, it means it says it, it says long from uh, from the Oxford Dictionary long. So, yeah, I, I guess that'd be long winded. Long-winded. Okay. Cock, yeah, yeah. Cock strong. Okay. There's, oh. a, there's a couple different ways we could interpret that. But what does the FCC say about us saying uh, cock strong? Well, it, I guess it's a it's a legitimate Ooh, let's word. Let's look it up. No, yeah. Look it up. Look up cock strong. I'm going let's like. Let's see <laughs> if I have a parental control that's going to stop me from doing. Oh. Uh, what does it mean? Let's see. <laughs> well, there's an Urban Dictionary definition, Brad. I'm we, not sure we don't want to. that one. That we know what that you one's going to be. About. There's not a definition of that in a traditional dictionary. Really? Yeah. Uh, there's a definition that in, that in, that splits the the phrase "cockstrong" into two separate words. Right. This is written as one word. What is what is cock? Wow. What interesting. Is, what does "cockstrong" mean in two, as two words? Is it hyphenated or just two words? Uh, it's two words, and it says. Um, Urban Dictionary – this dictionary quotes Urban Dictionary. Uh, the girl says, no, he's just cockstrong. Trust me. Okay. okay. Well, um, <laughs> I didn't necessarily want to go there. That's what I thought, but that's a whole other story. Okay. Yeah, but no, I don't think they – well, I don't know. Okay, you, now – You could read it anyway. Now, let, let me read you – here's what's interesting. I love this woman because here's what she wrote. This is this is her little little after she sent. Here's the copy of the read. Uh, matter of fact, uh, she said, "Sorry to get this to. Uh, please feel free to make any suggestions. I will leave it to your discretion as how you intro it. As far as my sponsorship, using my first name only is fine. And we will pray that John does not kill me after this. Ha ha. Okay, now that's she's, she's a dead woman. That's her. Yeah, that's her. That's her prelude. Uh, after the copy, it says. Also, I obviously have no idea what is the normal rate for radio ads, but this seemed extremely entirely too reasonable i would have paid more if i had needed everything you included in the sponsorship again so delighted you guys are doing this and good luck okay so, oh that's very thoughtful yeah so so it's it's mr mr john who is who is uh sesquipedalian or whatever that is and he's yeah, also yeah that, strong. I, boy that describes both of us though brad i hate to share the credit here but that's that's both of us witty dedicated incorrigible clever sarcastic honest insufferable ebullient we didn't do that one what's ebullient yeah let's a, so means, um i think that's the same thing that means expansive i think i think that means just talks a lot but let's see um. Oh no! Cheerful and full of energy. And do you, pro- Aww, do you pronounce that's it kind. ebullient? Is that how you pronounce it? Ebullient. Yeah. Okay. Now a tweener. Now. Oh yeah, I'm definitely that, a tweener. Isn't that someone who takes a certain kind of drugs? Isn't it like? No, that's a that's a tweaker. Bro. Oh, no, a tweaker. <laughs> that's somebody on methane. And I know we're up against time. <clears throat> Can we explain what a tweener is when we come back from break? Well, that's you're 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 between two generations, correct? Is that what Correct, it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're 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 like on the. Oh no no no! That's not what it means. What does it mean? 
It means somebody that's in between. It's a pro wrestling term that means you're between a good guy and a bad guy. <laughs> Some people think like a lot. Half the people think that you're a hero and half the people think that you're a devil. Well, it wasn't that sort of like what didn't Hulk Hogan do that for, for a while? You're exactly right. 1996 Bash at the Beach. He became a tweener. Right. He, for a while he was a good guy and then he was a bad guy. Right. Yeah, that's exactly well, what Hulk, he was. He's, he's, he, he established a brand new thing of uh, of being a tweener. Right, but but remember, he was a bad guy, but then he was a good guy because he would tell kids, "Hey, kids, listen to your parents." Yep. Right, and you then know. he came back to being, a, and then he went back to being a bad guy, yeah. and then eventually a good guy. That's called a turn. He would turn from <laughs> face to heel, baby face to heel. And John knows about professional wrestling. I do. That's I, one I, of, know, that's I know more one about of John's, that topic than Missouri That's politics, one of John's you. strong points, right there. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. It's uh, seven twenty-two.